Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We are back in the studio, a.k.a. Ferraz's office. That's a nice ring to it, doesn't it? It does. Nice to be back, boys, Ferraz. It's great to be back. You excited to be back in Reno as of today, a few, yep. a few hours ago? Back in. Settling back in. And Nathan, you, you went and visited some people for the holidays as well, right? Yes, I did. I was uh, in my hometown. Um, Spending the holidays with my sister, and I got back and uh, um, intense moving. So yeah, <laughs> it's been go 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 for me. Dude, How I about came you? back like five pounds heavier. Oh well, I, well, I was not going to say anything, but since <laughs> you said it, <laughs> I did notice you packed on the pounds. No, I'm just kidding. I did the same exact thing. I think I literally gained exactly five pounds. I hopped on the scale at the gym for the first time, and God knows how many weeks since I've even been. And I was, yeah, tacked on under five pounds, not of muscle, guaranteed. <laughs> but, um, no, my holidays were great. Went down, saw the girlfriend's family, so that was always fun, kind of relaxing for me, stressful for her type of situation. So, I mean, just help her through that, because mm -hmm. just a matter of trying to figure out what family to go see, when to go see him. You know, she has grandparents, brother, sister, mom, and dad, all living in different, you know, places around Tonopah. Not that anything's farther than five minutes away, but still trying to decide who to spend time with. So um, that was always stressful for her. But I actually got some Python coding practice in while I was down there, which is more productive than I usually am. Cool. So um, found some jobs I like to apply for, try to get some interviews in. So that's little cool. stuff like that still moving forward, but... No, that's great. Speaking of, like, I guess this is a really good time to kind of... Uh reflect on everything we've done and what you guys like to do in the future like what are you guys' goals moving forward into the next year yeah um i was just actually kind of i talked about it with with a few different people now but i also so with my network marketing company what i did is i reached out to like all of my customers that have ever bought from me in the past um with the exception of you guys, because uh, I knew I was going to see you on a regular basis, just to start getting better at communicating on a monthly basis. And that's one of my goals. So if I start with the month of December and try to carry that into January, February, into the next year, as opposed to starting cold turkey January 1st or waiting for that jumpstart New Year type of thing, it's just something I'm going to start now. So that's like one of the goals that I just wanted to act on because I have the opportunity, I have the... I have the business license already for it, so um, along with that, I also want to get into some more Python consistency in my trainings that I'm doing technically. Um, try to get some of those underway and have a better habit of revisiting those. My Spanish lessons are still going. Um, I don't know that I've improved a whole lot, but I haven't quit on it, so I'd like to pick up and find what I need to do next. It's kind of like a workout. I've plateaued <laughs> in the amount of vocabulary I'm getting. So uh -huh. just right. little little things like that. You gotta you do know? the next like podcast in Spanish. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you just really need to be submersed into it. That point. that is really kind of what so. it is for any language learning yeah. to feel. You gotta have someone who's like, I don't know what you're talking about. So you have to figure out how to say it right. Um, yeah, I need to conversate with some with some people in Spanish in order to learn it better. But that's exciting. So that's that's kind of some of the stuff I'm looking into. Um, made a few contacts, talked to some people. I'm excited to try to get some meetings set up to talk about this podcast, talk about what other people are doing. 
Um, so hopefully, you know, I'll have some interview notes from people I sit down with. I did meet one guy who is a tax accountant at one of the big firms here in Reno. Um, he lives in my neighborhood. He's a young guy just like us and, and just kind of started fresh in that industry this year. So it'll be fun to interview him and others, other similar situations. So that's a, that's for this podcast specifically. I'd like to, um, even for you guys to make contacts and then just even pass them to me and we'll set up a, set up a time to sit and get to know them and maybe bring their stories to the podcast. Even if we don't bring them in, mm-hmm. we could bring their stories. And I feel like that could be another fun thing we can do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a lot of talking for, for a short question. But <laughs> yeah. That's kind of what's going through my mind right now. Yeah. What about you, Nathan? Um, well, personally, I've got uh, still working towards the insurance exam, so I'd like to make that transition at some point um, into the insurance industry. Um, and then, you know, obviously for the podcast, um, we've all discussed, like, we'd really like to, you know, grow the network, as James is mentioning, really bring on some uh, new people with uh, different ideas to sort of help us expand and and uh, hopefully help you guys listening learn. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I like it. Um, I, had what, I had a question about your insurance stuff. Um, so with the someone, I think it was the guy I talked to, the tax guy, he was like, oh yeah, so because I actually, I talk about you guys. Um, when I talk about the podcast, I talk about YouTube because... I really admire what you guys do and and just a lot of the the different talents you bring to the table when it comes to us three sitting down and sharing our mindsets. Mm-hmm. So I share that. So I shared with him that, you know, one of my buddies is is an accountant, he's working towards a few different things. One of them is is getting into the insurance game a little bit and working on a certification there and he goes his question was, How expensive is it? And he goes, I heard it's expensive and kind of a tough industry to get into. And like the fees and stuff like that once you're licensed. And I was like, dude, I don't know. No, I think there's there's only an annual fee. That's just like, or maybe it's every two or three years. I can't remember. And that's just to keep your certification. Yeah, that's just to keep your certification. They have like, and then there's, um, what is it, every three years or something like that, you have to like pay for like CE. So continuing education credits, you have to have like 30. Okay. Um, And then... um, other than that, I'm not really aware of any other fees. Nice. So, because I was just wondering, because so, do you already have a plan of who, what type, what insurance company you'll be selling for? Or not is there yet. an umbrella company? No. So, there might be some fees you're not aware of that will be wrapped up in that once Probably. you choose the yep. umbrella company. Right. Cool. So, but from what my sister's doing, and then my aunt, they're brokers. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's an option. Right. Too. Um, and then that's, you just sort of, work with you know the customer to find you know their type of insurance and you can actually work with several different types of insurance you're not representing the company you're representing the the customer right cool so yeah okay yeah so that's that's another that's another way to do it they're also a part of um a um what is it a non-profit type thing where it's very exclusive to veterinarians so okay yeah they they have like all this capability to sell within sort of um, I don't know if it's uh, co-op is the right word, but yeah, within that group of individuals, they have a right. lot of network or a lot of right. customer right. And it's, it's very small, like so they they have a lot of ability to sell huh. specifically cool. to that. So they have that niche, which is nice for them, right? Right. Yeah. And if you were to tap into that, it'd be kind of fun to a, a fun environment to learn in, and yeah. hopefully start making some money. Cool, cool. That's exciting. That's all my questions I had on that for now. 
More to come. More to come. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, um, how about you, Faraz? Yeah, so, uh, yeah. I don't know. I've been thinking a lot about, like, kind of what I want. My and you like to smoke. smoke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, actually being down, uh, just got off vacation and I was working for my dad. I was helping him out, like run his store. And that kind of, I want to say like now I'm kind of considering more instead of going further more into engineering, I'm thinking more going into like managerial stuff. Very Which, good. yeah, I don't know, like for me, because I'm like super introverted and stuff, yeah. but I've, I think I can find some skills to kind of uh, help me out yeah. with that, get over that. So, yeah, like I, I want to develop more communication skills. I want to take on more like managerial style stuff. Yeah, I agree so, with that. Yeah. Those are all skills. That are, I mean, those are skills that are invaluable, really. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. And I also, like, now I'm looking into, like, just working on projects that will hopefully, like, these are just going to be, like, passion projects that they make me passive income great. Mm -hmm. But just, like, something to kind of, like, work on. Yeah. Something I can really, like, use my passion and talents for. Yeah. So, we'll see. So, do you think that you want to, like, run a store similar to your your parents, or do you want to sort of have um, your own sort of startup business that you, you run and manage, you think? Yeah. Or looking more in management within companies that you work yeah. for is the other question. I mean, another yeah. um, right. avenue that people focus on. Right, mm-hmm. there's that. I think I'll just like start with like getting like a managerial role. Yeah. In, like place I work and then hopefully um, like get those skills and I'll look into like hopefully getting my own place. Yeah, that's the dream. Awesome, that's and really cool. So, like when you say passion projects, what do you have any in mind right now that you've been brainstorming or ready to share any of those at all, or just still kind of uh, kind of looking putting putting things together? I've actually been moving forward. Um, nothing yet that I want to reveal, but hopefully, once I get it out, I'll be I'll I'll reveal it to you guys. You'll be the first to know. Right. We just won't put it in the yeah. podcast until, <laughs> right. until later. Right. So I, it'll, it'll be fun, and uh, hopefully it goes somewhere. But it will, man. Yeah. It'll it'll lead you to the next thing that leads you to the next thing. Right, yeah. It'll right. lead you to the next thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as long as, like, moving forward. Life's a ride, man. I can't yeah. be any more corny than that, but life's a ride. <laughs> <laughs> you probably could be. Yeah. I've talked to you long enough. Yeah, I've, I've heard you say cornier things. <laughs> So, no, that's awesome. That's exciting. Um, mm-hmm. I'm excited for us to keep moving forward here. This is kind of just a you know kind of catch up, remotivate each other because we've not seen each other in what two weeks because we just couldn't get a scheduled time to do a remote recording. That's always tough, especially you know when you go back and visit family and you have different pull from from family like I and Frost did, and then Nathan's back here getting ready to move. So it's like. Hey, you got time to record? Uh, no. <laughs> and it, it was it was good. It's good to get back in a in the same room with you guys. So, well, that's uh, that's kind of something that's interesting though. Is that you know, life happens to you. Oh yeah. And so it's like, you know, on this deal, I had to move, but you know, I still 
even though I'm putting my goals aside to some extent, like, you know, we haven't been working them as vigorously, right? Right. Or as focused, um, you know, um, I still have that, you know, mindset where I want to continue pursuing them. Um, and that's just the way it is. Your things are going to come up and right. you're going to have to deal with them. And sometimes you're going to have to slow down a little bit. Um, so, um, you know, Oh yeah, and it's the healthiest mindset to have about it. It's just to kind of give yourself some slack. Um, the The cool part about your move is it's moving you in a direction, um, you know, in your relationship with with the girlfriend you've moved in with and stuff. So it's there's positive there's positive momentum there, forward mm-hmm. momentum still, Absolutely. and that that's kind of exhilarating too. You know, um, I'm excited for you guys. I love the new place you're at. I did get to go visit it the other night, so that was fun. Um, you know, in other word, in other notes, you know, we got back together. The first thing, what was the first thing we get? We did we freaking play a cash flow game. You know, yeah, right. it's like, hey, we we don't have any of our own stuff to talk about right now. Let's play a game that makes us think about opportunities and investments and money and cash flow and and really jumped right back into it. So that was a lot of fun. We just finished that up. We've been together for what hour and a half now, a little over. Yep. yep. And. Uh, we played that game. We all got out of the rat race except for one of us before the game died. I'm not going to say names, Nathan. But, uh. <laughs> so in the game, uh, there's all these random sort of life events that happen to you. Uh-huh. And that really ties into kind of like, you know, the move. Yep. Right? So it might slow you down. Mm-hmm. You might have some expenses pop up. But the main thing is to keep moving. Yep. Yeah. Right? No, when we and, started, because um, I got hit like three times before anything came up yeah like uh i bought a property but like it wasn't making any money and then i got hit with like two kids and like seven thousand dollars of debt and i I, I was pretty sure like i was screwed at that point i was like god damn it but i ended up like coming out of it first so i guess that kind of goes to show like no matter what like happens just keep, keep rolling the dice right no matter how many things out of the gate happens because i think james and i started off very well at first right um and then we all had things sort of happen to us at different times and so no matter where you are in your life stuff's gonna happen yeah it just you know doesn't and or if you're just looking to start anew and invent new habits for yourself you know doesn't matter how old you are just start you know what i mean yeah because you can always get out of it. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Frost. Uh, he started out as an airline pilot, and that, yeah, because they assign these careers. I was a police officer. James was a mechanic. Yeah, buddy. Um, and then we all had separate dreams, except for Frost and I. Um, yeah. And uh, ours were very similar. You know, big living the big life and and having yeah, a private jet. <laughs> and I think James wanted a cabin in the woods. But regardless, <laughs> you know, everybody's got different goals. It's going to take you different times to reach them. And so, um, you know, now's an important time to try and stay on track. And if you get off track, I mean, everybody messes up. So just keep rolling with the punches. And yeah, that's the only way you're going to win. You know yeah, what I mean? If you get any resistance and you turn around and you're like, uh, and you try to find the easy way again, and you're always going to hit resistance before the top. Yeah, just absolutely. how it is. I love that the game gives you this sense of control and in life it's really hard to find that make it feel like you have that control of you know what what's going on around you and the stuff that's popping up and and that game was able to kind of um, capture that a little bit it's robert kiyosaki's uh, cash flow game you guys can play it for free if you hop on his website richdadworld.com and create your account and then you can play it it's a lot of fun and it just it 
really if you dig in and like read some of the stuff about strategy of the game and how to play and how to get out of the rat race it's it's applicable to real life except in real life there's more unknowns yeah. right there's a few unknowns injected into this game which is cool that they were able to accomplish that mm-hmm. um and you can never create a game that's going to be real to life. That's right. Okay. Um, just like any software company comes in and tries to sell your company some software, the guy that tried selling us some software recently was talking about how all models are awful. It's just a matter of if you use the model properly, you know. So you're mitigating risk, you're never eliminating it. Right. And that's, and that's kind of like what's cool about the cash flow game too is that, you know, um, by taking advantage of an opportunity, you might have to take out a loan, which is risk, right? Mm-hmm. It's a liability. Um, so that's just how it is in life. Yeah, that's, so, a, that's the thing. Like I, It made me think of taking out loans differently. Yeah, managing your debt. Yeah, I was, I was like certain, like, all right, first I want to pay off all this debt, and then, right. like, but, you know, it gets you to think, like, okay, well, if I take this, it's making me this amount of money. Right. And I can take on this much loan. Right. Like, yeah. So. And the other side of that is if you paid off all your debt, right, you would have zero debt, but you would have zero cash, essentially, right? So you have a random life event. Mm-hmm. You only have your job, which right. is earned income, and uh, you essentially still have to pay these bills, right? So you... It's going to happen no matter what. So it's better to just sort of like mitigate your risk. Right. Learn how to analyze what your, really analyze your budget, your financial statement as to, um, the financial statement in the game set up really cool because Mm -hmm. it shows you what all your expenses are month to month and it shows you what your payday is. Payday is not what your income is. Payday is what your income minus your expenses is. So that's how much you increase your cash on hand by every time you hit a payday on the board, right? right? Which is super cool because then you can evaluate, and this is why everyone should know what their financial statement is and what their monthly cash flow actually looks like, and it's something I'm trying to pin down too. But by knowing that, you can kind of estimate what type of risk you're willing to take in a loan. What kind of interest can you take? Um, and that this game doesn't really wrap up... Um, principle in that because a lot of times in the opportunities that are presented it's either almost covering or just negative cash flow for the property itself so it covers that principle then you're focused on paying the interest of the loan but that's really kind of a thing you can look at in real life too is you know what what's the property value look like what is the cash going to look like if i rent this property out you know and it, it makes you think about looking at opportunities in a greater detail Right, and that's something that I kind of like about the game that I've never, I just, I've never experienced it before. I didn't have parents who were researching stuff like that and explaining what they were looking at to me before. So, playing the game gave me a look at that, and then mm-hmm. if you look up strategies through that about that game, it's going to give you another insight from the people who've played it or created it right. as well. And uh, I just want to throw in there, as James James was mentioning, you know, he hasn't had this knowledge from his parents. I don't think I have never had it either, and I don't think Frost has either. But, I could be wrong, but I don't think I've really got this out of college either. Right. So it's really something that is worth self-educating yourself in, yeah. right? Absolutely. Yeah. So. Yep. And that's the, the thing that, if you ever get good at managing risk and trying to teach people about how you manage your risk, it can become, just that knowledge itself can become an asset. 
um, talking about knowledge-based assets, that's probably where all of us have the greatest opportunity to create our own businesses in this day and age um, and do it kind of at a rapid, more rapid pace. I was watching that. I did finish watching that YouTube video I was telling you about. The um, Andy T Tanner was the guy that was being interviewed and he talked about investing with other people's money and how easy that can become if you become good at investing and understanding the markets and stuff. Just being able to show people that you know how the data works, even if you don't have any capital yourself to put in, if you can show people that your strategy is solid, you can probably get some investors to put money into your strategy. And then mm -hmm. you would get a percentage of that based on how well your strategy worked for them. You'd get a 5% on whatever the dividends were from their account from their money. Oh, okay. So you kind of become a stock broker at a, to some extent is what he was talking about, which mm -hmm. was just a cool concept to think about because you can you know, teach and show, if, find your niche where you can create a strategy in. Right. Um, there was one other thing I want to say about that, but I cannot think about it right now. But um, Should we go to commercial really quick? Yeah, <laughs> quick commercial. Um, and a quick word for our sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> Brought to you by Skillshare. <laughs> uh, that's perfect. But that was just, just really cool um, listening to people who have a similar mindset to what I'm trying to accomplish. Um, I still find myself making decisions based on old habits. And so every day you challenge that when you listen to another another YouTube video about how to invest or um, how to mitigate risk or any of that stuff. And you're trying to find tools to apply to your own life. Mm -hmm. And so I'm I'm excited to try to to run with that going into 2021. I like it. I really do. Yeah. But I think we've kind of toned down, so I'll try to come up with a nice easy conclusion and that is goodbye guys i'm done with this <laughs> yep thanks for listening um we're glad uh we're glad y'all could join us again okay. glad uh, it's back online we're sorry that uh, we didn't get to record the last episode we're sure y'all missed us so uh i'll be doing this uh, quite regularly again so with that i do i do